Hi, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Famous People, Beautiful and Up Close. Over the years, maybe because I live in Southern California, I have seen several famous people. Wait, what makes a person famous? Which begs another question, what does famous mean to you? Famous because you esteem them? Famous because our culture admires them? Hmm. Sometimes we see these people on television or even on the big screen, but getting close to them, shaking their hands, or even better, having a conversation with them reveals so much more. Are they humble, brusque, larger or smaller than we thought, friendly? A week or so back in New York City in a theater lobby, I met Tim Tebow, former NFL football player, man of God. I can say with authority, because I saw him with my own eyes, looked into his eyes, shook his hand and spoke with him, something different than you can if you have only seen him play, watched him commentate or read his books. Read till the end, will you? Imagine, then, that you were in Jesus' inner circle. You could speak about his voice, his manner, his height, the size of his hands, how he treated people, how he acted when he was tired and when others weren't looking. You could comment on the color of his eyes and hair, his crooked or straight teeth, his laugh, and if you were to roll out your bed next to him, you would know if Jesus snored, for goodness sake. Could he tell a good joke? What did his laugh sound like? We know he was fun because he was regularly invited to parties or celebrations. Oh, I love him so. John was one such a man who knew Jesus up close and personally. Not to be confused with John the Baptist, John the Apostle wrote the Gospel of John, a distinctly different Gospel than Matthew, Mark, and Luke. So near to Jesus, he had the audacity to call himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. Dang! Some years after John penned his account of life with Jesus, he wrote a letter to the young Christian church, starting with these thoughts. We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. John is talking here of Jesus. We saw him with our own eyes. Friends, one day we will too. Paul wrote, Then we shall see him face to face. And touched him with our own hands, John wrote. There it is. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us. Jesus, life itself. And we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father. And then he was revealed to us. 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In case you missed John's sentiment as he was writing, he was ecstatic to share what he knew and experienced through his close relationship with Jesus. 
the only person born of a woman who was already alive. Wait, what? When studying the life of Jesus, we must bear in mind that Jesus always existed, one with God the Father and the Holy Spirit, and yet he laid aside his royal robes to become a human being like us. This is how Paul succinctly described that transaction. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. That's from Philippians chapter 2. Just as I could tell you that Tim Tebow is much bigger in person than he looks on television, polite, and friendly, John had the right to speak personally of the Jesus he knew well. When I prayed for insight about this passage, I got another thought. Besides John recognizing and knowing Jesus, Jesus knew John personally. What a thought. Get acquainted with Jesus for the first time or all over again as we see through John's eyes and hear from John's mouth how the Son of God changed everything for him, for us, forever. Come to understand the value of eyewitness testimony.